So we're sitting outside a deli opposite Martha's Kitchen. Yes, Martha. Martha. And had to get a drink because otherwise we wouldn't be able to sit here. And I'm drinking something called Unicorn Tears, which has 20 milligrams of CBD in it. I mean, Unicorn Tears, obviously. And, yeah, it's made. I don't know if they come from the same plant. Probably not. I'm just going to take a photo of it. We can put this in the show notes. Definitely. Oh, it's mad tasty. Yeah, it is mad tasty, actually. 20 milligrams of CBD. And I'm, I'm drinking a sour blueberry soda from the United Sodas of America. And I have to say it's not that sour, actually. No, no, more sweet than sour. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. And, uh, you were sitting outside the deli and we just had to wait for Buddy to leave because Buddy's mum and dad and, and auntie and uncle were a bit loud. <laughs> they were. <laughs> Buddy was well behaved. He had giant fluffy ears. Yeah, he was good. So today we're still in Los Angeles, but you were moving. Checked out of our Airbnb. You're going to Hotel Hermosa. Yep, Hotel Hermosa. To set it out for your flight. Yep. And I'm going to Oceanside and probably just drive down the coast and see what's going on there. I'm away to San Diego to my business coaching course. And speaking of that, we just did an online call during the week about something that we wanted to talk about. Yeah today, which is along the line. And you've done something similar with your business course, haven't you, recently? So it's quite good Yeah, timing. Yeah, it is. And it's really about how do you... So you've got a business, you've got a product and service, but people... So yours, for example, is meal, meal plans, might yeah. be one of your yeah. products or services. And you can't just put on your website, I'm selling meal plans. Because the reality is people aren't looking to buy a meal plan. They're actually looking to solve a, a problem yeah. or, or a pain in their life that they're suffering from. Yeah, basically. It's like, you're, yes, you're in the service industry and you're helping people with, like me, for example, nutrition and helping them improve body composition, lose weight, etc. But you're essentially solving a problem for them because it's something that they've been grappling with for however long that might be. It comes down to how you, yes, it's about selling, but it's actually about providing solutions. Yes. And so how do you go about figuring out what the problem or the pain that you're solving is? Or there's, there's probably more than one because people's lives are different. Yeah. Particularly, particularly for you. And you've got a very broad market of people who will have various different problems. And you probably just need to pick the ones that resonate best with what you can do for those people. Yeah. And actually it's, yeah, it's a good, good point because I've got a webinar that I'm doing next Sunday and it is around eating at this time of year, you know, like we're coming up to November. Social occasions start ramping up. You've got Christmas, you've got all mm. of that stuff. And people feel real anxiety around that um, sort of, they feel unsure that they can, can quote unquote, control themselves around food. So I'm doing a webinar all about that. But actually the reason why that even came up was because I canvassed my audience and I asked them, I said, what struggles do you have? around eating this time of year and got, this is on 
Instagram and got a whole host of different responses. I say a whole host. Actually, you could all group them into four to six different things. And so now I know what the sort of struggle and challenges are. I'll actually be able to provide some actionable tips and tools for them. Yeah, and that's the advice given by marketers to figure this stuff out. Yeah. Is to not to try and guess what the problems might be, but to actually ask. And for you, you've got a big audience, so it's easy for you to reach out and get all of these responses back and mm. filter them out and then figure out how to somehow articulate this and put it either onto your website or your social posts that are your sales ones in your emails that you send out to your email list when you're yeah. pitching this stuff. So the advice is you take that language, the same language that your actual clients use when they're describing their pain or their problems, and you write that down or use that language to articulate the problem. So your audience feels that as you're talking about it or as they're reading your website. So they know that what you're offering is for them. Yeah, totally. That you understand them. That you understand them. And that if they buy your products and services, they, they keep their side of the bargain and you keep your side of the bargain because it's, it's two ways. You know, you can't just pay for it and then do it'll it. work out for you. You yeah. do, do the work on both sides. Then, then you'll be able to help with this problem. And, you know, you mentioned that I have a large audience, so it's easy for me to sort of canvas them. And I don't think having a large audience is a requirement to be able to do that either. Like it might yeah. be one individual client. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry. That's right. And even if you don't have a large audience, if you're in nutrition or those things that everyone can suffer from these problems. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't have to go far to find people to ask questions. The other thing that, that I've been thinking about from the advice from my coaching call that I went on during the week about this is to take two sides of the situation. What does it look like? What does a customer of yours look like? What are they experiencing? What are they going through before they consume your products or services yeah. before they go through your program or that before they sign up to my software, what does their life look like? Yeah. And then what does their life look like afterwards? Yes. So whenever anyone buys anything or they do anything in their lives, it's almost always to make their life better yeah. than it was before they made that yeah. decision. Sometimes people make the wrong decisions. Sometimes they make the right decisions. So how do you, so that's the first step, articulating the pain. Yeah. But then how do you take it to the next step, which is showing them what their life will look like after they purchase the product. So first you articulate the pain so they, they feel the pain. Again, they re-experience it because you're talking about it and they know that they've had it before in their life or. And then you need to take them to the next step to say, how can you help them with that pain? So then again, you can go back to real people. So for you customers that have been through your programs mm -hmm. or bought your meal plans, and 
you've already got lots of feedback from those people. Yeah. Testimonials yeah. and yeah, stuff. Yeah. In the groups or I've seen people post in your private Facebook group, you know, celebrating their own success, everyone sharing their successes. So the pain or the problem, and then how your solution has affected real people. Yeah. And you need to connect those together. And once you can, once you can make that connection, then that's how you make a sale. Yeah, totally. And you know, like it might be for people who are new in say the online space, but they've got lots of experience in the sort of one-on-one -on -one type space. If I'm just thinking about people in, you, in the nutrition world, like, I mean, obviously first and foremost, you need to be good at what you do, you know, so you can't just, and, and part of that is having experience at what you do. So having those case studies and gaining those testimonials from people who have used your product and solution. You can't just sell something without that evidence yeah. of success, I think. Yeah. So that's about, you know, marketing terms. That's probably described as your, your authority, mm -hmm. you know, what makes, what, why you, mm -hmm. there's probably lots of different ways that they can solve their, solve this problem that they're having. So why are they going to hire your products and services? Yeah. services to solve yeah. that problem. And that's something that you need to prove, you know, the onus is on us to prove that to our potential customers. Yeah. So for me, with our software, I didn't really go through this process when mm. I built it. So I should have really figured out what coaches were really struggling with, spoken to coaches about it. You know, had a lot of conversations with coaches, done, done interviews with them to figure out the pain that they were having, maybe with the existing systems that they were using or weren't using. Because a lot of coaches still just use like email or maybe Google. A lot of coaches use Google Docs yeah. to prescribe training and that can be difficult and that doesn't provide a very good experience for their clients and very hard to interact and there's no real feedback or any, anyway, those, those sorts of things. So I just went off and built all of these features that I thought people might want. Mm -hmm. So that was probably a mistake. So now I'm trying to go back, I'm trying to go backwards and start again, sort of, but it's a bit tricky because I can't just start again and then because I've already built Cause the training tip. So can I ask though, I mean, you have had experience as an athlete yourself with coaches into what you describe as, you know, some of the challenges of if you don't have a system to sort of put it all mm. together. So were you on the back end of, of yes. someone with yeah, Google yeah. Docs yeah, and stuff? So, so you do have some, yes, it's a N equals one or a few, yeah. but there was something there. It wasn't just yeah, based there, on yeah. something, something triggered it. So there yeah. was a coach who was selling. So I was training for, for an Ironman triathlon. Or I might not have been training for it at the time, but thinking about training for it, I might've done I might've been through, I might've done a few already and then looking for a training plan because I self-coached most of the time. So I bought, I bought one and it was a PDF Yeah. and it was like, I think it was a 20 week training plan. So downloaded the PDF and then it was like week one, yeah. week two, week three, week four or whatever. So then by the time I got to week four, I'd forgotten what, yes. what week I was on Yeah. because I, once you start, you don't know what week of training you're on unless you go back I started on this date and now 
calculate four weeks from then and now right. this thing. So I started to write the dates. So I printed out and started to write the dates on the PDF yeah. across all 20 weeks of the PDF. So then I knew where I was yeah. in, in each of that week. Yes. But then if I didn't have the paper-based one, then I didn't have any dates on it. Yeah. So this was more specific because you there wasn't that many tools around where the coach could have published that online so somewhere could have, someone could have bought it mm. and then had a more interactive experience with it um if you're not doing one-on-one -on -one coaching so this yeah. wasn't one-on-one -on -one coaching he was just selling training plans so i just thought oh you know there'd be a way better way to make this experience better for a for a client in this specific business model yeah so any coach could use training peaks to coach someone one-on-one -on -one and give them a good experience but it's not the same thing as selling one training plan to like thousands or hundreds of people at the same time so that was sort of the catalyst for me thinking that i could provide a bit experience mm -hmm. for the end users yeah yeah and then sell that to the to the coaches so that's sort of still where training thought sits as a system yeah and like, which is similar to what you're doing in nutrition, you know, being able to sell training plans to multiple people at the same time. Well, it's interesting because I think of I Quit Sugar. So I mm. Quit Sugar was that big Australian brand created by Sarah Wilson, and she had the eight-week I Quit Sugar plan. And every and so you would start every eight-week cycle, and you would get delivered every week a PDF with a shopping list recipes mm. and it was all quite bitsy in education as well yeah. and you I believe there may have been some like sort of Facebook support group or something but you know literally right. thousands of people sort of in it and I just thought there's got to be a, a better more sort of comprehensive way yeah. to do that so they're not relying on having to wait every week for it or it's not that bitsy you don't have to print everything out if you don't want to albeit I love printing things out yeah. myself. You know, yeah. I do like that. And a lot of people I work with do, and it's possible to do it. And I have the workbooks and stuff for Mondays. But that is the that was the thing that I was really excited about with training till. Yeah, so it definitely solves some problems that some people are having. Yeah. And so that's good. But the real thing that we need to work on, both you and I on our websites. Yes. Mostly. Yes. Because... There's a lot of hype around social media, but sales happen on your website. Once people leave the hype of social media and get yeah. to your website, have to pull their credit card out. Yes. You need more than just what you've put on social to, to make the sale. Like social's the front end of it. That's how you find your audience. That's how you get more people to know, like, and trust you. But the sales will still happen on your website for the most part. And both our websites probably are, are far from optimized no. in terms of this. I agree. So I think probably, you know, you've got everything going really well on your social and then people land on your website and there's probably a bit of a disconnect. Yes, like I agree. It doesn't really reflect the work that you've been doing or, you know, the principles behind everything, the pains that you're solving and even the products and services. I agree, actually. And it's funny you say it. So First of all, Maestro, movement Maestro, one of my biz coaches, mm. Shante Cotfield, she always says followers are not customers. Mm. Like social media is part of your business, but it is not your business. And so exactly the same thing as you, that people actually have to pull out their credit card and pay for something. That's when the rubber hits the road. Whole different story. A new 
you've experienced this from the you know messaging. Yes. This like there's a lot of enthusiasm around people communicating with you, and then you might give a lot of free advice, and then at, at some point you have to say, "Well, I can't advise you anymore." Yeah. Over social media. Yeah, over Facebook Messenger because one time, two. You can't articulate everything that you need to articulate in text. You know, people are not going to solve their problems by you just messaging them text no. in, a, in a chat. And also it's not fair to your paying clients who actually pay for your time as well. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. So at some point you need to go, okay, so I don't think I can help you anymore in this chat. Like here's a link to my paid services where we can really take this to the next level. Yeah. And then if they go to your website and it's not, bang on, then the sale might not get made. Yeah. Yeah. And that takes a lot of time. It does. Uh, a lot of work and a lot How of... How are we going to solve that? Well, we'll work through these frameworks, I think. Yeah. I think we need to do some sort of... Um, I think we need to find some sort of resources that allows you to structure this thing where you'll note down all of these pains. Yeah. Remember? We'll note down how people articulate these pains to you in that language. Note down, find everything that you've got around people who have left your testimonials. Go through your Facebook page and find the comments where people have said how successful they've been. So I um, Yeah, note them all down and then figure out a way where we can turn that into website content yeah totally and it might be a matter of actually it's not about how I have this sort of experience of my client because training tool is a website platform where you yeah. can build your entire coaching website on training tool and yours is your website is running off training tool and there's this thing that coaches want to come on and put on have like lots of different pages yes. on the website but really, you need to be more succinct. Yeah. Because when people don't go to a website, they don't particularly navigate through all of the items you've got in your menu looking for something. It's, they just need to land on it and they need to go bang. Yes, this, this Yeah, totally. For me. So that's, that comes down to what people call landing pages. Yes. It's not the same as your, the homepage on your, no. on your website. So, for example, if you're talking about your Monday's Matter program, we don't send people to the homepage of your website no. to do the Monday's Matter program because they'll just land there. Sure, Monday's Matter is featured on the homepage, but that's just really for people who land on your website randomly from other places or a Google search. When you're selling a specific product or service in a specific campaign, you just send them to one page. Yeah. And it only has the information that they need to discover whether this product or service solves the pain that they're having yeah. and then w what they need to yeah. do about it. So a good, a good starting point for this is to just take one of your products or services. So for, you know, we might not want to do the Monday's Matter one just because that's. That's not, that's not too far away yeah. from what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 Because we have put a bit of more time into that than yeah. you have into generally on your website. Yeah. So on your website, you've got a bunch of other um, yeah. products and services that people purchase. Might be more appropriate. Yeah. To when, when you're not doing your 
Monday's Matter program, which is timed, so it starts on a certain day or whatever. So you can buy a bunch of programs. People can do whenever is convenient to them. So maybe maybe your recipe membership. Yes. People just get access to all of your recipes and they can build their own yeah. meal plans. Maybe that's a good one to Yeah, actually. And then we can create a landing page. I'm not even sure we have a landing page for that because we don't really market. No, we don't. We don't really market that specifically. It's just yeah. like something for people to to jump on when, yeah. when you're not doing a specific program. You know, and there's heaps of problems that we could figure out around that. It's like people don't know what what meals they should make no. to, to look after their nutrition when they don't have someone telling them after it for, for them, telling them what to eat or a full uh, meal plan so, mm. and just ideas. A lot of it is ideas. And if people see what I eat and they, it resonates with them and they want, that's a lot of people that sign up for the recipes are just like, oh, I just really love looking at, you mm. know, the types of foods that you eat. So I signed up to your recipe portal so I had more ideas and... Yeah. And I think a lot of people struggle with, they think that if they, to eat healthily, they're going to lose that variety in there. Yeah. And I think that's probably, it's one of those problems that's not a real problem. Yeah. People just need to have the information yeah. to realize that actually that's not a real problem. It should be stopping them. Yeah. So that's where this like an information type product, which that is, could solve that problem for them. You know, they don't necessarily need. Yeah a lot of in-depth advice about, you know, nutrition. They just need to know that there's all of these health, all of these healthy options that they can use. And you spend years of your life coming up with these ideas. Yeah. So, yeah, so we'll work through all that to create these specific landing pages. And, and I need to do the same on my website. Yeah, so what, what do you need to do, Ken? My potential customers is, is a lot more niche than yours. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's only so many triathlon and running nutrition coaches in the world. So I think I need to find a place where they hang out. Of course, I've got my few hundred of existing customers that I, yeah. I can go to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, and work from there. But I think I need to do some in-depth customer interviews just to, you know. It's a good idea. Work through with them. What their day as a yeah as a running or a triathlon or a nutrition coach looks like. And what about expanding beyond triathlon? Yeah, so that's also an option. So definitely beyond triathlon, and even you know we've talked about considering beyond fitness. Yeah, and beyond nutrition. Yeah. Why? Well, there's so many different types of coaches out there. Yeah. And I think, I think, but they need to find out for sure to do this by talking to other types of coaches that their problems might be the same, you know, in terms of how do they manage prescribing actions or activities mm -hmm. that their clients should do. So any sort of coach will have clients, they'll have coaching calls and they'll prescribe something that they want them to do. Some actions that they want them to take. So that's going to be similar across any type of coaching. Yeah. And then tools to communicate with their clients and have context about their clients and whatever tools that they're using to communicate with them. Yeah. So that's something that I'm going to investigate 
And that'll start with my business coaching conference on Monday. Yeah, cool. It'll, I'll work through that. So I mean, we'll come back for our next episode. We'll likely cover what happened. Yeah, that's great. On that coaching course. And see where we see where we get to there. And can how did you find out about this? And I know like the business sort of mentorship that you were in, like, because I don't know that many people are aware of that. I know that they know that things like this are out mm. there, but how does, how did you sort of happen upon this one? So the founder of the coaching community has had multiple software as a service, but himself. Yeah. And he has exited them by selling them. Yeah. A lot of his tools that he had built were around coaching or mentorship. And then he created this other coaching community where you join that community and then you have group coaching calls and, you know, you can go to these. So this conference that I'm going to is all part of what I've paid for to be in the coaching group. And then there's another level that you go to as well. So he has been active in the community doing YouTube videos, helping people. So exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Like common problems that software companies have. Mm-hmm. Like how do you find your customers or how do you find what their problems are? Where do your customers hang out? So all of this sort of stuff, he's doing exactly what we're doing. Figuring out what software founders are struggling with. Yeah. Solving those problems in a way, you know, helping them through social media or videos and blogs and then trying to take them to the next level, selling them the coaching. Then articulating all of these problems. So I've seen all of his stuff where he was doing that and then explaining how he can help with his coaching group and then pretty much saying, this is what you're like now. You're having all these problems. This is what we can do for you here where you won't have these problems. You'll you'll figure all this out. You'll grow your business and do it with us as a community support. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. Should we call it then? Yeah, let's. Come back. Come back after. San Diego. Yep. After San Diego. So you have a drop you off at the hotel now. Yep. So you have a good night there and a safe flight home. And I'm going to drive down to Oceanside. Oh, amazing. Maybe have a surf and then head to San Diego the following day. You should listen to that ritual podcast. Oh, definitely. Listen to it in the car. Yeah, it'll be good. Awesome. Sweet. Thanks, Ken. All right, cool. Cheers.